Good afternoon. Good evening, News Source 1 Michiana. This is Sylvia, your News Source 1 Michiana Director, as well as anchor of Michiana 101. Hope you got a chance to enjoy this beautiful weather as the leaves are turning to change to beautiful red, orange, and greens, and reds. Real pretty fall like the crisp temperatures. Hope you got a chance to enjoy some apple picking or pumpkin patching this week or the next few days as the weather is nice. Hope you get a chance to enjoy God's beauty and what it entails. Such a beautiful day. Hope you enjoy listening to Michiana 101 as today we feature some uplifting and uplifting and encouragement words and what it looks like to forgive yourself, others, and God. Take care and have a wonderful week. Forgiveness is forgiving ourselves. Maybe we need to forgive God. Maybe we need to forgive others. But how often should we forgive? Should we forgive once? Jesus says that we should forgive 70 times 7, which is approximately 490 times. But that's not what we should be doing, right? Sometimes forgiveness is much more than that. Sometimes we need to admit that we're wrong stop blaming God. Maybe we need to stop blaming others for the mistakes that we made. Sometimes Jesus is right in the center of our chaos, but we're so blinded by everything as it happens. If you ever got a chance to watch the movie The Shack, it has an excellent stories on forgiveness. It kind of starts with a boy who was hurt by his dad. But literally at that point now that his dad was also hurt by his dad. As the story progresses, Mac has to decide who is he mad? Is he mad at self? Is he mad at God? Or is he mad at the accuser at this point? We don't know. But you have to look at the shack and figure out what's going on. You see God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit portrayed in the story of the Shack, in the movie of the Shack, trying to place who Mac is. Mac needs to forgive himself, but first he needs to forgive everyone around him. We have the Holy Spirit who is around us, and the Holy Spirit is somebody that we listen to, but we don't follow the Holy Spirit. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. But we often forget he's human. He did get angry. He's a forgiving God. We have God. He's a forgiving God, loving God, accepting God. And he is more patient than most of us. But we are so slow to see it. We have people who are judging others for their sins. But are your sins much greater than theirs? Probably not. Should somebody who committed an act of violence be forgiven? Maybe. Jesus died for everybody. There's a lot happening within the movie Shack. It's all about forgiveness. It starts with forgiving ourselves. We as humans, adults, teenagers, 
kids struggle with something deep. Um, we can blame others. We blame ourselves. We blame God. We have to admit that we're wrong. Could it be that the accuser of any situation also teaches forgiveness? Maybe forgiveness goes beyond our measures. Do we forgive the people who have wronged us? Do we forgive people that have hurt us, hurt us, our family in a lot of ways? Whether that's domestic violence, maybe it's abuse, maybe it's killing, who knows? Do we forgive them? Can we forgive people who are doing drugs? Do we forgive drunk drivers? Who needs forgiveness? Everyone needs forgiveness. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves. We need to forgive others. And we need to stop blaming God. God gets blamed for a lot of things. Sometimes we need to take a deep breath. Let go and let God. Is there something in your life today that you need to let go and let God? Is there something, something or somebody that you need to forgive? Maybe you do, in this case, need to forgive an accuser. Maybe someone has abused you. Maybe you need to forgive God because you blamed him for death and it's about the death. When you wake up, thank God. When you go to bed, thank him. We get to choose who or what we forgive. As in the shack, Mac has to decide. Is he, he's a judge? Does he have to decide? Is he going to save his kids who are going through blaming games and struggling? He also has to decide: Is he going to forgive the person that hurt his family? And he goes back and forth. He's meaningless. Who do you forgive? You can't save everybody. Everyone cannot be saved. If you're going to save one, you must forgive everybody. So he goes through this darkness era of his life. And then the end of the movie, beautiful. He's united and he's forgiven of his sins. Everyone is forgiven. Is there somebody that you need to forgive? Do you need to forgive yourself first? Or do you need to stop blaming God? It is tough sometimes to look at forgiveness. How do we forgive? Who do we forgive? When do we forgive? It's a process. So I pray. Heavenly Father, be with the listeners as they focus on forgiveness and what it means to forgive. Help them walk this journey if they need to forgive somebody. Be with them to the struggles that they're facing. Think about the life Jesus gave to us. Jesus died on our sins. Give him the strength to get through this difficult topic. Or perhaps help them with that first step. Forgiving themselves. Help them forgive others who have done them wrong. For you are the ultimate judgment in the days to come. Maybe the listeners here, close, near, far, out there, world country, whoever they're listening in on or chiming in on. You know the love that the heart is. Please let me pray. Amen.
That's all we want to have with you. Even if you can't see it, you are in the center of our love and purpose. As beautiful as all this is, it's, it's nothing compared to how we see it. Me. 
someone I care about. So, pretty much you are the judge. Yeah, I guess. Have you ever been wrong? Or changed your opinion over time? Sure. And there are billions like you. Each determining what you think is good and evil. And when your good clashes with your neighbor's evil, arguments ensue. Wars break out because all insist on playing God. You weren't meant to do any of that. All on your own.
Things by Nia Hoffman. You can sunshine through the window, singing along with the radio, maybe it's taking the first sip of coffee, talking to animals, starting a book and realizing you love it, fluffing pillows just out of the dryer, receiving a text from a friend, new pens, when someone loves the same dirty thing as you, late night snacks, and some split second of gratitude. 
Those are some tiny happy things that will make the world a better place. Here is another positive encouragement. Strength for today. Give me strength for today, Lord. Wherever I go, let no danger daunt me, whatever the foe. Let no task overcome me. No try my heart freight. I would walk with thee, Lord, in the path thou hast set. Let no burden overcome me. Give me strength to bear. Then I shall have courage, whatever my care. Let no grief overwhelm me, wherever I am. Give me strength for today, Lord, strength from thy hand. Psalm 27.1 The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Take care and have a wonderful day. Here is another positive encouragement for the week by Soul Vibes. This letter is to you. The you that's had a rough week. The you that seems to be under constant storm clouds. The you that feels invincible. The you that doesn't know how much longer you can hold on. The you that has lost faith. The you that blamed yourself for everything that goes wrong. To you. You are incredible. You make this world a little bit more wonderful. You have so much potential and so many things left to do. You have time. Bad things are coming your way. So please hang in there. You can do it. Looking for a new radio station? Here is the one just for you. The heart of Elkhart.org. And this is in from conversation. And they are found on 3040 AM or 101.9 FM. Weekdays from 12 PM to 1 PM. You can listen to On the Beat and it will feature business leaders, political representatives, community leaders, keepers of the area's history, and regular people with stories to tell. I happened to find the station one of the day when I'm my fall break. And it has some very good stuff. Very informed. They play music and all sorts of people jump in and chime in. They have something. Kid Council, which is a minute reminder for kids. And so just specifically for the kids. It is a wonderful station to get to know informed information that's happening in or around the community. There. County. I believe they're located at a Wabash, Indiana, but they have some good shows. So if you get a chance, you can jump on board by listening to 3040 AM or 101.9 FM to hear what for information the heart of Elkhart has. Or you can even chime in on the heart of Elkhart.org. That is the H-A-R-T of Elkhart.org. Take care. Hope you enjoy this new station. Or a station you had never heard of before. All right, two more school corporations in our area have created their own school district police departments. Most districts in Indiana still opt to, perf- to partner with local police and sheriff's departments to staff school resource officers. Still, though, we could see more corporation-controlled police. WSBT 22 Operation Education reporter Kristen Bean shows us why. 
Safety is one of the top concerns for school districts across the country. Some districts partner with local law enforcement agencies, and those agencies assign police officers to work in schools as school resource officers. But with a nationwide shortage of trained police officers, school districts have had to make some changes. This morning, Volgo Community Schools Police Chief Dustin Saloff was keeping a close eye on the school drop-off line. You guys going to find pumpkins? When the bell rings, students will probably see him roaming the halls to say hi. And the Jimtown schools are active, bustling. People are coming and going. This is kind of the downtown, so, so to speak, of Bogo Township. Uh, it's where everything happens. Saloff is used to patrol. Until this summer, he was on the Elkhart County Sheriff's Department. Whoa, scary. Now he's in charge of starting up the brand new Bogo Community Schools Police Department. The big difference for me now is my, my sole focus is here the school campus. Bogo's school board decided in June to start its own department rather than use Elkhart County Sheriff's deputies for school resource officers. The first step was hiring Chief Saloff. Is it weird being called the chief? Yeah, it is. Definitely weird. Now he's working to write policies and procedures. We want kids and families to be confident that their kids are safe when they come to school. Saloff is a fully trained law enforcement officer. He now has a police uniform and a patrol car. He wears a gun and carries handcuffs. He also has advanced training from the School Resource Officer Association. The only difference between Saloff and officers from other law enforcement agencies is who his boss is. The difference in the models is that a school, a school corporation police department is overseen by a school board uh, entity or a governing body uh, from the school district uh, and the superintendent. That's Chase Lyde. Lyde is the president of the Indiana School Resource Officers Association. He's also the chief of police at Avon Community School Corporation, which is near Indy. Our kids in the district, we see every single day, and they are our own personnel. We're, we're not rotating in, you know, once a week or just on our off-duty time. We are there every day uh, to see those kids. Similarly, in our area right now, Middlebury schools and Concord Community Schools have well-established school corporation police departments. Bogo and now Fairfield Community Schools are also starting up their own police departments. Are we expecting to see more of those? Chris and I have gotten multiple calls. Uh, I have received numerous calls in recent weeks of school districts asking how they can get a police department started in their own districts, what they need to do, what process they need to go through. Lyde says that's because local law enforcement agencies around the country are experiencing a shortage of trained police officers and schools want officers who can be on campus full-time. So what school districts are finding is there are local agencies who want to help in schools, but they don't have the personnel that they can spare from patrol to send into the schools. In Fairfield schools, the new chief and his service dog started a month ago. They're still working to get the police department up and running. For Saloff, the process is still in the beginning stages as well. He's in charge of the Bago campus, which includes five buildings. His job is not only about being a visible police officer, but also a mentor and a counselor. Maybe we can help somebody graduate uh, and take that next step in their life and make an impact on them. Saloff is up to the challenge, especially when the challenge is building relationships and keeping kids safe. 
We reached out to the South Bend School Corporation, the area's largest district, which relies on the South Bend Police Department and the St. Joseph County Sheriff's Department. Those agreements run through this current school year, but the district says it is pleased with the partnerships and the cost share agreement. On Wednesday, a look at the day in the life of a Concord Schools police officer. That department was established in 2017. These departments rather than rely on local law enforcement for school resource officers. One local district has been doing this for several years. WSBT 22 Operation Education reporter Kristen Bean shows us how it works. The Concord Community School Police Department was established in 2017. The district can still get help from the Elkhart County Sheriff's Department if a crisis happens. But day to day, the officers within the Concord Police Department are there all the time. Anybody sitting here? He is not a celebrity, but he might as well be. These kids are happy to see him. Hi. Hi, sweetie. How are you? I pinch myself sometimes, you know, how lucky I am to, to be in this position. Make sure you eat your green beans. This is Concord Community Schools Police Chief John Riddle. They want to try and touch the guns. He spends a lot of his time in the elementary schools where he gets hugs and gives high fives. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hear a lot of my mom and dad's a police officer. I want to be a police officer when I grow up. I hear that a lot. And I said, that's awesome. I, we need all the help we can get, and, you know which is followed up with a high five. Riddle is one of three full-time sworn police officers on the Concord Community Schools Police Department. Between the three officers, there's about 70 years of policing experience. Each came from other area police departments or sheriff's departments, but now work for the school corporation full-time. Foundation that I try to stress to our officers here is to be visible in the schools uh, to be visible uh, with the students and the staff, and to mingle with the students. How are you? Mingling is a lot of what Officer Eric Schumann does. I'm a police officer, but I'm also a mentor, and I'd, I'd say a teacher. He's stationed at the high school most days. Let's get to class, guys. Let's not be late. Like the other Concord police officers and police officers in any sort of law enforcement agency, he wears a badge, carries a gun, and has his handcuffs ready. But have you had to handcuff any students in this school year so far? Unfortunately, yes. Um, you know, and that's not the part of the job that I like, and that's not the part of the job I enjoy talking about. Fortunately, most of what Schumann does is about building positive relationships with students. My motto this year is do better, be better. As school police officers, there's a fair amount of traffic duty outside Let's go. and inside. I like to get to know the kids. I like to, you know, help them make the right path in life. You cannot beat the relationships you make with students in a school district when you have a police department here 24-7. Those relationships are why more school corporations are looking into doing what Concord is doing. It has happened in the last few weeks, uh, by chance. Um, uh, both a small college has reached out to me wondering how they could become a police department and another school corporation has. In Elkhart County, two other school districts have just started their own police departments this school year. It comes at a time when local law enforcement agencies are experiencing a shortage of trained police officers. You're still a police officer. 
However, when you work in a school like this and you're considered a school resource officer, um, there's three prongs to it. You want to be an educator, you want to be a, a counselor, and then lastly, a law enforcement police officer. And these police officers are here to serve and protect the students, staff, and community of Concord schools. But the kids, you know, I, I don't want to sound too, uh, they're, they're our future. The Concord officers' salaries are partially paid for by a Department of Justice grant. Middlebury Community Schools also has a police department with three sworn police officers. Mago and Fairfield Community Schools have just started their own corporation police departments. You can read more about why on our website right now. In the studio, Kristen Bean, WSBT 22 News. Looking for another fun holiday event? You can head over to Northridge High School for their Trek or Tree event taking place on Saturday, October 29th from 1 to 3 p.m. And they will have some costumes, some activities, and treats. And admission to this will be non-perishable food items to benefit Middlebury Food Pantry. They will have a touch a truck event, and they are asking people to wear athletic, soft, sold shoes only, and you are to bring your own bag. In the event of rain, the event will be held inside door one at Northridge High School in Middlebury. Take care. On Saturday, you can head over to the Boys and Girls Club located at 1027 Mac Peterson Street for a truck or treat on Saturday, October 29th. And they will have fun games, prizes, and music. There will be some food possessions available with all the proceeds will go to their teen club program. And that will take place from 11 to 2 p.m. Take care and have a wonderful day. Looking for something to do over the weekend? Here is another trunk or treat happening Friday, October 28th. And this will take place at the Elkhart City Church located at... 431 South 3rd Street, and the event will be held in the back parking lot. They're asking you to wear your not so scary costume and come hang out anytime between 6 and 7 p.m. Take care. affirmation for the day titled life is by andrew reset life is you will just never know what someone is dealing with behind closed doors no matter how happy someone looks how loud their laugh is how big their smile is there can still be a level of hurt that is indescribable so be kind even when others are not choose to be kind
chance to hear some positive affirmations and some positive ways that you can get throughout the day. Hope you get a chance to enjoy some of the holiday events, Halloween events that are coming up this week as well as next week ending on Monday. If you get a chance to go to some of these fun events, hope you get to enjoy the community and see this one more event. If you're being adventurous, some of you have may notice that there has been a Halloween costume war going on on social media. And they will actually be there 3 p.m. on Sunday, October 30th. And they were meeting at 555 East Jackson Boulevard at the Martins. Let's see what this event's about. It's another fun way for the community to join together. It gets a little creative fun. So if, if you happen to see that on social media, hope you get a laugh of everyone participating and the fun that they are trying to bring to the world. Get outside and enjoy some of the beautiful weather. Take care and have a wonderful night. <laughs>